1: Welcome back to Stage Door Podcast. Today we will be talking all things Sean the Sheep, but before we get into that, Tori take it away with the bulletin.
2: The first thing on our agenda for today is movicles. Now that name will probably sound familiar to you as we spoke to the fabulous leading ladies Georgina Hobson, Monique Salle and Angelina Thompson in our last episode. Now, I finally got to see Movicals on Sunday night, and let me tell you, it was camp down to the last second. These ladies are phenomenally talented, incredibly smart, and to top it all off, raucously funny. Do yourselves a favour, get tickets to see Movicals in Sydney while you can. Archery Productions have opened up a third show on the 9th of May, so snag those tickets whilst you can, and remember to use code STAGEDOR for 10% off. On the 1st of April, suddenly a new short musical dropped the official trailer for their show, which will be streaming live worldwide at the end of the month. If you haven't already checked out this trailer, you need to do it right now. This show already, with only a one-minute preview, looks absolutely phenomenal. And we cannot wait to see this new Australian work premiere on Friday, the 30th of April. Make sure to follow their Instagram and YouTube for updates leading up to the premiere of Suddenly the Musical on the 30th of April. Back over to you, Libby.
1: Before we get started today, we would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land on which we work, live and record and recognize a continuing connection to land, water and community. We pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Today we are thrilled to be chatting about all things Shaun the Sheep Circus Show with the Associate Director, Ben Napton. Ben is an Australian
2: director and creative producer who works across a diverse program of live performances and events. He has been the Associate Director of Circa since 2010 and was the Associate Artistic Director from 2014 to 2016. With Circa, Ben has produced, directed and co-directed new circus works and large-scale events that have toured extensively to major international festivals and venues.
1: Ben is currently the resident director of Circa's newest world premiere season of Shaun the Sheep's Circus Show, which combines the extreme physicality and awe-inspiring feats of Circa and the playful charm of the multi-award winning TV series Shaun the Sheep. Circa has joined forces with Ardman, the Academy Award winning UK studio behind Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit, to bring Shaun the Sheep to the main stage in this theatrical circus production. This fantastic show is set to open at Melbourne's Regent Theatre from the 14th of April with tickets currently on sale. Please
2: welcome to the mic, Ben.
3: Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so thanks
2: much for coming me. on. My pleasure. How, how are you? How, how's your day been?
3: My day's been fine. I, um, I actually flew into Melbourne from Brisbane. So I'm currently um, safely isolated since having my COVID test, even though I have no symptoms. And um, I'll be back out in the world in 24 hours, I'm sure.
2: That is oh. very exciting. Amazing, yeah. We heard <laughs> we we heard about the uh, rush from Brisbane to Melbourne in the past week.
3: Yeah, that's right. I mean, we're lucky at the moment. It's an orange zone, which just means we all need to do our civic duty and when we get down here, have a test and hang around in a in a nice hotel room until we get a negative result.
1: Exactly, and then you guys will be straight into the theatre to start your run in Melbourne, which is very very exciting.
3: Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. We get into the theatre next Monday. Very Very exciting. exciting.
1: And we did want to, obviously, Shaun the Sheep is on our topic of conversation today. So what inspired Circa to work alongside the UK studio Arden to turn one of the most beloved children's TV shows into this theatrical show?
3: Well, you know, I think at Circa we love um, collaborations and we love collaborations with like-minded companies, like-minded artists. Um, and Aardman is indeed, uh, one of those companies, um, we share, I guess we share a lot of kind of attributes, you know, their work is kind of filled with a, a kooky humor and, um, and so is a lot of ours. Um, there's a heap of kind of physicality in their work, particularly Sean the Sheep and, um, and obviously so is Circa's work filled with physicality on stage, um, it was a couple of years ago, uh, I think, when um, Euron and Sean Comerford, Circa's executive director as well, started having conversations with Aardman. And um, mm. and it had been an idea of Circa's artistic director, Euron, for quite a long time. Um, so conversations started about two years ago. And, um, and at first wow. they were... You know, they were just uh, checking. You know, the two companies were checking each other out, having a conversation, talking about what might be possible, and um, and it was kind of you know, 12 months ago that it all became very real and very serious, and um, and a show was born.
2: That's amazing. It's it's crazy seeing something like you know. I don't know about Libby, but, like, I grew up with Wallace and Gromit, Chicken Run, and obviously Shaun the Sheep is, uh, oh, is yes. a little bit newer. So it's crazy. Uh, when we heard about this and uh, we reached out to about this, I was like, how? How do you <laughs> combine these two things? But that's <laughs> – it's, and it's so exciting that, it, obviously, that it's coming because it's – I think it just shows that th- there is no boundaries to theatre and I mean you've been working alongside Circa for 10 years which is a long time to bring Australia a new wave of contemporary circus how does Shaun the Sheep push the boundaries of theatre making?
3: Yeah it's a, it's a good question I mean at Circa we um, we love doing lots of different things you know we've had the kind of I, th- I think what Yaron started to do at Circa from kind of early 2000s was to really um, pare back what was going on on stage. So there's a real conscious choice to kind of Mm -hmm. take away the set, to take away the characters, to take away any kind of theatre story from what was being done on stage and really focusing on the acrobatic body. Over time, and I obviously joined the company in 2010, over time mm-hmm. we've done you know collaborations with orchestras and choruses, so having singers on stage with the acrobats. The set and costume have slowly come back into the work in a really quite sophisticated way, I guess. And um, you know, so in many ways, taking on a stage adaptation of Shawn the Sheep by using acrobats was not necessarily out of our um, our pattern of doing collaborations in kind of weird and interesting places with weird and interesting people. However, it's a you know, I think it's fair to say that it's a it's a deeply it's a deeply challenging kind of thing to do. And um, and certainly the questions you're asking me were the questions I were, uh, was asking when I first started to hear of, you know, that we were looking like we were going to make this show. It's like, wow, how do we do that? But we kind of love that as well. I think, you know, if if a show doesn't have, if an idea doesn't have a good dose of kind of risk and it kind of scares you a little bit and we don't exactly know how we're going to do it if it doesn't have those elements it's probably not right for circa and this show had all those elements quite amplified so um uh so we knew it was something interesting um we knew it was mildly terrifying and um and you know a a heap of planning went into it and a heap of thinking about Um, how it might manifest on stage and what was the kind of the dramaturgy and the storyline going to be in order for the show to hold the thing that Circa does, which is really great acrobatics and kind of people communicating with their bodies and kind of communicating something that you can't necessarily put your finger on, but in some way it moves you, in some way it, it kind of speaks to you. So that was the challenge. <laughs> you know, so we did lots of work with storyboards and Euron and kind of early last year, Euron spent a long time working on the initial storyboard that would be um used and lots of that initial storyboard has has kind of hold, held on to today. Um and and the show that is now on stage. Um and we and then we took it into a writer's room process so um which basically meant uh, a handful of our creative team were sitting in a room and and thrashing out the story and getting into more detail of what's going on in each scene and what acrobatics might be in each scene and what skill sets would be in each scene Um, and then of course i i mean for me personally one of the biggest leaps that i saw and kind of the most terrifying moment was when we had to go into the rehearsal room and start to work with the acrobats you know the the script looked good but often we don't use often we don't use a script at circa you know we a a show has you know an initial idea and and tastes and influences and you know and kind of philosophical ideas behind it before it hits the room and it's kind of made in a devised way on the floor which in many ways sean the sheep was but but we did have this script before we went into the room so once we hit the floor, that, that, was, that was a kind of a bumpy first couple of days. It was, you know, tr- trying to figure out how, how, you know, our acrobats who are extraordinary could, could somehow hold these kind of extraordinary Ardman characters in their bodies in the space, but it not be kind of naff it to be kind of real and it real and exciting and interesting and engaging, but you know, not in a, one of the, one of the things you're on new very early with how we, we were making the show was that it wouldn't be a suit show you know so we wouldn't have people dressed in the suits and the char- and and the characters in that way on stage so we had to ne- find another way another way for them to be on stage and and that was the biggest scary bit in many ways
1: oh 100% i think it's it's something that is so different to a lot of us that have obviously done more straight theatre to think about having a script and to have these incredible circus performers coming in and trying to realise these characters in such a way that is different for them and also for the directors and the creative team because it's very rare that you find a production like this that melds those two so seamlessly together and obviously you just chatted a little bit about some of the challenges but were there were there any other challenges that you found in in coming on board or um that has have been different with this
3: production look there was heaps of challenges (laughs) so you know and 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 luckily you know i i didn't need we have a fabulous kind of creative team we knew we wanted kind of animation in it. So in the stage show, we have a large LED screen Um, which has its own animation. Some of that is the original um, Shaun the Sheep animation as designed by Aardman, and some of it is our own animation. So Craig Wilkinson, who runs a company called um, Optical Block, was the video director for that work. So one of his great challenges was creating kind of an animated world that could sit next to the Aardman world and not compete with Mm -hmm. it and not try and copy it and not try and... Because there's kind of no... There's no copying what Aardman do like you know Mm. you can try but you're probably going to fail like you know (laughs) you've got to do something different it's it's got to take you it's it's got to be a new thing it's got to be kind of aardman meets something else and it becomes its kind of own thing and it can sit comfortably in the space um you know and then there were huge costume designs and and libby mcdonnell who is the costume designer on um sean the sheep had um, you know, in, in kind of immense challenges of how to get, you know, costumes that live inside the Ardman world, but also work for an acrobatic body, yes. which is you know no, it, it, and it's no mean feat in any in any show, <laughs> let alone a show where you know we are probably going to have ears and we're probably going to have tails and there's probably going to be sheep wool and you know yeah. and things like this so 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 she she has produced just an incredible costume design that um mm. that you know talking about challenges it was <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you the number of challenges that faced but but they're all kind of you know i mean you know, we love challenges. It's like when there's a good chunky challenge in front of you, you know, and you need to work through it, and you somehow need to come out with something on the other mm. side. This is a this is this is a good thing most of the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and and I think you know, from my perspective, as I said, that moment where we first entered the the rehearsal room and and we're figuring out how this how the acrobats can embody the show yeah. and and. And the characters, and the humanity, and the and the, the kind of humour and the joy of of what Ardman have created, that was scary, and that continues to be scary because you know the the show sometimes has cast changes, and the show has different audiences, and yeah. it changes venues a lot. So we're we're constantly we're constantly on high alert for uh, making sure the show. You know, kind of develops with time and 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 maintains the kind of the qualities that are at its heart.
2: Yeah, and I guess with all with all those challenges, and I guess getting it on the floor, it's that moment of all of the facets that you've worked for so long on just mm-hmm. coming together. But obviously, with its challenges. It has such amazing moments. And what has been your favorite part of getting to work on this show?
3: Oh, there's been so many things. (laughs) Look, I, I, I must say it might be a bit of a cheap answer, but I must say the kind of the responses from audiences have been you know, really special and, and mm. kind of I wasn't really expecting it. Like the start of the show, the first thing you hear at before the curtain even goes up is um, the kind of the Aardman play-in music, the, mm. the Shaun the Sheep music from the very start. And the excitement in the room when just this <laughs> moment of music comes through the room is insane. It's so good. And um and then we have this moment where a little bit of action happens in front of the curtain and the, and the curtain opens to reveal what is you know quite an epic set really and um, designed by uh, Dan Potra. And again, the audience is like, there's always big gasps and kind of reactions from the audience when we're revealing the set. So in many ways for me, you know, one of the, the great joys at the moment is is kind of audience responses. And we've done a three week season in Brisbane and, and we also took it to Cairns and performed at the Cairns Performing Arts Centre. And now we're here in Melbourne for our third season. And um, and the audiences were quite different from Brisbane to Cairns which was really interesting and, and kind of lovely yeah and um so that's been that's been really great I guess also I you know and and this is not uncommon at Circa we're really lucky to work with an ensemble of acrobats so we employ our acrobats um on full-time contracts and um most of them are on two-year contracts but they've been with us for six to ten years most of them and um and so working really closely with them on kind of, uh, you know, very exciting material and in, in, in collaboration with a company like Ardman Animations has been really awesome, you know, to work with acrobats that are kind of at the top of their game, you know, really challenged by a piece of art making. And, and they continue to be challenged by the art making, even though, you know, the show is now in season um i I, you know i personally i love that you know i Mm. love it when everybody feels a certain level of challenge and risk and and um and we've all kind of got a figure out how to get through it and make it the best thing it can be.
1: Oh, definitely. And I mean, it's such an exciting show. You look at the promo and some of the the acrobatics in it is just so impressive. And you can imagine being a, um, a, a performer in the show and getting that opportunity to work on it from the get-go and and this exciting new piece of theatre. It's definitely riv- riveting. And I mean, working with Aardman Productions on this iconic TV show that has had like so many lives and so many forms. Do you think there are any other Aardman movies or TV shows that you think now that you've pushed the barrier a little, maybe more of them could be popped on stage in this in this setting?
3: Oh, t- totally. Look, I, I, I think a- absolutely. You know, I, I think at, at the core of lots of their work from my perspective is, you know, this real kind of, humanity. It's about kind of, you know, relationships, essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, and they're just really, really good at exploring relationships between a sheep and a dog or a <laughs> farmer and sheep or, you know, or, or whatever it is. And, you know, I think that translates to theatre so well yes um you know with when when it's about relationships um it it can be theater you know i think i it'd be hard for me to pick anything from their kind of um, repertoire of works that they've created but um, because I, I think you know it, it needs to translate in some way and although it kind of feels kind of risky to translate Shaun the Sheep into mm. contemporary circus and to meld these two things I kind of think anything's possible with the the kind of right idea and the right gust and gust and um, risk-taking appetite.
1: Oh definitely you can meld anything together. Yeah. I mean I wouldn't mind seeing Chicken Run on, on oh, the stage and you know, when they when they're getting out of the pies and all that.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I
1: can I can visualize it now,
3: but
2: I guess with Shaun the Sheep, I guess, you know, some people think of Shaun the Sheep as, you know, a TV show more so aimed at kids, but With the kind of adaptation that you've created, is the show mainly aimed at kids or do you think that parents and young people alike will equally enjoy the experience?
3: It it really is made for the... For all ages, yes, it is absolutely for kids, and and they're kind of loving it. But also, the responses we've had from families has been really, really great. And that was in our brains when we were making it. You know, it's a pretty kind of special thing to make um a a work of art. I think that is for the family unit. You know, where mum and dad, or carers, or you know, and and kids, and brothers, and sisters, and grandparents can kind of come together, experience a piece of art together and then, on, um, you know, in the car or the train or the whatever on the way home, you get to unpack it and they get to talk about it tomorrow or in the weeks to come. Um, I think that's a really special thing. And and I think this show is, is certainly seems to be um, connecting really well with the uh, with the, the family unit, you know, like we had, I was talking to a guy the other night after one of our shows at the Lyric Theatre and um, he'd brought, he'd brought his friend along and his friend was 30 years old and had like long hair. He was kind of right into heavy metal when he was young and kind of had really held on to that aesthetic you know. and, <laughs> and he was that, he, he was that kind of guy. And apparently he just he just laughed the whole way through it. And he was like, so engaged. And his friend was telling me, he said, I couldn't believe it. He said, I had to shut him up sometimes. He said, I couldn't believe it. He doesn't he, he doesn't really like, this guy doesn't like theater, but he was just like, so kind of immersed in this show and like laughing out loud, louder than anybody else in the audience through the whole show. So I was like, okay. Cool. I'm, I'm not really sure who the audience is exactly for this show, but I know we're kind of getting really interesting re- responses from a real broad range of ages.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a little bit for everyone.
3: Apparently, <laughs>
1: <laughs> That is absolutely fantastic. I think um, it would be great to see the show. It's sad because I'm in Brisbane right now and I've just missed it and I, I didn't even know. I, obviously we had been talking and I, I just didn't even know that it was on and I um, unfortunately didn't get to see it, but hopefully it comes to Sydney. So we, we did want to ask you, what is next for the show and also for Circa?
3: So for the show, I, my, my small hesitation was there. I'm actually not sure, you know, people launch their seasons and they, you know, announce things and, and there's embargoes and things and what can you say? But I can tell you we are um, we are absolutely doing a season in Wollongong at Marigong Theatre Company um, in May, which we're really looking forward to. Um, and there's also venues in Perth and Sydney and um, maybe even Melbourne again in the future um that we are uh, we're in kind of advanced discussions with
2: no that is really exciting to hear
3: yeah absolutely
2: and I, I, ho- I hope that uh you do come to sydney so that i have the opportunity to see it in sydney
3: yeah great i, I am i am <laughs> sure at some stage we will be there absolutely
1: <laughs> that is fantastic now, before we leave you today, we usually end our um, our episodes with a little segment called a bedtime story, which is a stage mishap, something that might have happened during a show. Do you have one that you can share with our audiences?
3: Look, I I, I feel like I had I had too many, and I couldn't decide which one. So I'll tell you two quickly. Uh, so we, <laughs> the 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 first one was an acrobat one night. And um, luckily, they weren't hurt. So it is a, it is a funny story. Um, she she walked off stage. So she was just involved in a really intense acrobatic scene on stage. And she walked off stage. And then she leant back on what she thought was the theatre wall. So the wall that separates the audience and the backstage area. So she leant against it. But it wasn't a wall. It was a soft black curtain. And she fell straight through it and, and out into the auditorium. And Everyone in the auditorium saw her. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh
2: no! Taking breaking the fourth wall to, to a whole nother level.
3: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it was a it was golden, and um and the second one, uh, unfortunately, I only got to see this one on video, but it was really quite spectacular when. Um, uh, I watched a video of one of our circus shows, which was, I'm pretty sure it was in Barcelona, in an outdoor venue in Barcelona. And um, the acrobats were involved in a scene called Light Compulsion, which is from a, some, one of our shows, called, which is called Circa. Um, and it's it's really kind of based on improvisational languages. And, and it goes for about uh, 11 minutes. So it's this really long piece. It's got a big build to it. And um and the kind of second half of it is an extraordinary circus act called Toss the Girl, and um where lots of people kind of get tossed around the stage, and anyway, about halfway through this act, a dog walked out on stage, oh. um and the act kept going. What? Uh, as the yeah yeah as the dog was on stage the act kind of kept going and they improvised around the dog and and kind of tried to tried to usher the dog off whilst inside the act and yeah it was it was pretty agricultural and awesome
2: I mean that's what you get for performing in an open air theater in in Barcelona. I guess I guess it's just what you've got to expect now.
3: Exactly, that's exactly right. Yeah, we 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 also performed some outdoor shows in um in South America. We were in the regional areas around Santiago in Chile, and um and there was heaps of dogs there, but um they were really quite they were really good at not coming on the mats. You know, We were kind of setting up these mats and the audience would pile around the mats. And I was really worried about it because this, would, this was after I'd seen this video of the guys performing um, in Barcelona. And so I was really worried about these dogs coming out and it being really, really dangerous. But, um, but no, these dogs, they just didn't come on the mat. They walked around the mat, and, but never came on the mat. So it was perfect. Very well-behaved dogs in Chile.
2: Amazing. Those those are some <laughs> crazy but amazing stage mishap bedtime stories. But thank you so much, Ben, for taking the time to come on and chat to us today. It, it, honestly, it does sound like such a phenomenal piece of circus, piece of theatre. Just these melding of two what would you would think to be two completely different worlds created to one and. You guys, don't forget that you can buy tickets to see Sean the Sheep Circus at seanthesheepcircus.com.au. This, I feel like it's something that everybody should see, just even just purely to see the lengths and the boundaries that theatre and performance art can push and that people should be, I guess, less afraid to push those boundaries because it can create amazing pieces of art. But once again, thank you so much, Ben, for coming
1: on and chatting to us today
3: thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure
1: well guys stay safe and healthy and we will see you next time bye Bye.
2: thank you so much for listening to today's episode and we hope you enjoyed don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rate and review on apple
1: podcasts and to send us your bedtime stories and stage door sunday pics We also would love to hear your feedback on the episode and what you'd like to hear from us in the future. You can let us know on our Instagram at ps.stagedoorpod, via our email at ps.stagedoor.podcast at gmail.com or contact us via our website, psstagedoorpodcast.com. We love hearing from you and we will see you next time.